0: Welcome to City Reach Cumberland's weekly podcast. We hope this message blesses you. For more information about us, you can check us out on the web at cityreachcumberland.com.
1: Take my back.
2: I got, I got your back. You got
1: my back. Okay, you're on. Hey, you go see. I was on. Hi. It's, it's, it's still still. Can you listen to me? I mean, if no, I, I I used to preach without microphone, so it's not a problem for me. I am so happy uh, to be here. Um, I'm bringing you greetings from my wife. She's watching us um, through Facebook and our boy Albert. So God bless you. I, I am excited to be here every time I come to City Reach. It's amazing for me. Uh, I was, uh, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, you hear me? Come on. If not, I was yelling. Okay. I was with Pastor Fred a uh, month ago one month ago we was in Panama and he don't like me saying this and we went to this church um, uh, you know Pastor Fred's a kind of little shy person and uh, you know if you know him he, he don't like uh, we, we say in Spanish uh, propaganda but it's not propaganda it's just uh, he don't he don't care and we went to this church uh, a beautiful church at and and we went, it was a revival. It was a, a move of God, children. Children were full with them with the Holy Spirit. But it was a lady there, that she was in a wheelchair. And and we well, I was on the platform and, and, and Brother Fred is praying for people. And he just walked through this lady. I mean, he walked and 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 and, and, and when he go and walked to the lady, I say, what he's doing. You know, I'm a Pentecostal guy. I believe in miracle. I believe in healing, but you know, I never get so close. And I saw Brother Fred walk to. You can see the photo on Facebook, on my Facebook. You can follow me there. And 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 he go and, and you know and he do this to uh, what do you call that? The, where did they put the foot? You know, and and he took her and she stand up from the wheelchair. Come on, man! Hallelujah! Praise God! She was. Uh, she, uh, I talked to the pastor because I want to make sure that it was a real miracle. You know what I mean. Um, so she was in. A, she got a stroke, and uh, after that stroke, she ended up in a wheelchair for a long time. And God bring healer to that woman that day, and uh glory to God. Amen. I I want you to go to your Bible today, uh, to Second King, uh, the book of the book of King, chapter two. Um I always uh, I always when I go into preach I'm kind of nervous believe it or no I'm a nervous it doesn't matter if it's in English or in Spanish I I always say oh, I don't want to stop you know because I, it's a privilege to preach the gospel the angels want to to have this privilege but God say I don't want the angel to have that privilege I want to give it to the church I want to give it to city rich church the privilege of preaching God's word you know how amazing is this because this is not about me it's not about pastor fred it's not about city rich it's about the kingdom of God man I'm getting excited here get ready get ready oh it's 11:18 let's we still have time for lunch don't worry about it Se- second king chapter 2 i want i when when i was uh, getting ready to do this sermon uh, i preached this sermon in spanish many 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 times and i preached it in english but this time this time uh, i want to talk about if they don't see it when i say if they is you if they don't see it they don't believe it i don't know if oh yeah do you have it here second king so 2 Kings chapter 2, the Bible says, Elijah, uh, can you read with me? Pick up Elijah mantle. Elijah is the, the young man. But Elijah is the old, the, excuse me, Elijah, sometimes it's confused, even in Spanish. Elijah is the old man. All right? Elijah, Elijah, Elijah. Elijah is the young man. You got it? You got it? Can you say you got it? Okay, thank you. Okay, Elijah pick up Elijah mantle which has fallen. Oh, I I, I want to see. I don't know if you see here. Something about Elijah pick up Elijah mantle. Who was the mantle? It was it belonged to Elijah, right? It was not belonged to Elijah until this point. Okay, Elijah pick up Elijah mantle which has fallen when he was taken up. Then Elijah, Elijah, returned to the bank of the of the Jordan River. And he has struck the or with, with the, see this point, with the Elisha mantle. He would never say, it's my mantle. Because the ministry is not your ministry, it's God's ministry. You understand that? It's not your house, it's God's house. Amen? It's not my problem, it's his problem. You know, how many of you have problem here? Okay, everybody have problem here. So, Elijah pick up his Elijah mantle, and I like this say this. And Elijah struck with the was the mantle, and he say, "Where is the God of Elijah?" And this is so funny because he never say in that point, "Where is my God?" He say, "Where is the God of Elijah?" You know, he said "Where is the God of Elijah?" And Second King. You know, Elijah is coming to the final stay to turn over that ministry to Elisha. Elisha follow Elijah. Some people say that he followed Elijah for 14 years. Other people say six years. It doesn't matter how many years he was followed. It doesn't matter how many years you've been in the church. Stay in the church and keep following God's dreams for your life. Amen. Because people get to the church five, ten years, and they get discouraged, and they just come to the church as a religion. Oh, we going to the church because of Sunday. Oh, we going to the church because of Easter. Oh, we going to the church because of food. Oh, excuse me, we don't we we don't give food here, right? Okay. So Elijah is ready to give his ministry to this man. He's ready to transfer his authority oh man I'm getting excited here I, I don't know about you it's maybe it's that warm here but I'm getting so excited he's ready to give everything that he worked for how many of you have children here Raise your hand I will tell you if you have a million dollars you're not ready to give it to your children right now right you're not ready because you know they will blow it it's an iPhone 13 right now so everybody go crazy you know, so Elijah is ready to give his ministry, he's ready to give it to him. But Elijah, Elisha, followed him for six or fourteen years. Some people say six, others say fourteen. I don't care how many years it was. The guy was following him. And something, you know, maybe maybe the devil stopped you for a while. Maybe he was following God and following God, and for some reason, you the devil stopped. You know what? Shake your dust and come back to the game, amen. Some people just complain and complain. Oh Lord, I I fall, <laughs> I I betray you, and just stay in that, stain, that stage of mind that I betray you. Shake your dust, get up, and continue following God. See the Bible saying, Isaiah chapter fifty-two, verse two, say, "Check yourself, check yourself from the dust and arise." Don't stay there. Arise. So Elisha, he was following this man. If you read chapter uh, chapter one, um, chapter one of Second King, you can do it in your house. Don't do it here. Just listen to me, my broken English. Okay. So uh, in chapter one, you know, uh, the king, the king of Israel, got so sick. Uh, he got an accident, so he was in bed, so he cannot get up. So he sent messenger to the. Uh, Somebody else to a fake, a fake god, an idol, and and and, and the question was, go ask a god will live. God find out the king was doing that. So Elijah, Elijah went and he said, you will never get out of your bed, you will die. The king sent fifty men to try to get Elijah. Elijah. So those Elijah pray and fire fall from heaven and kill everybody. And send another and kill him. But I, can, I just want, I bring you this. So you can think about for a moment, if you Elisha, okay? If you Elisha, looking Elisha, doing this kind of miracle, the he, the fire come from, come from heaven, I bet you will not cross the guy. I bet you will not talk about that guy. If I perform miracles, I say fire, you will will not cross me. Right? So this man, he was not afraid, but he respected his master. Okay? So Elijah was ready to receive three dimensions from Elijah. It was three dimensions that he will receive from him. His mantle. First, he was his mantle. Second was his spirit. And third was his God. Okay, his mantle as authority, so he will receive authority, the authority of the prophet. They, they receive the mantle as authority. He will receive the authority that Elijah has. Okay, so in his spiritual, he will receive authority to do something for God. The Bible says in Luke chapter 9, nine verse 1 say one day Jesus called together all his 12 disciples and give them power and authority to cast demons and to heal the sea sick, the, the, the sickness See, this is the power that we have church we have authority and we have power I got I, I got a call uh, two days ago from uh, a friend of mine that she lived here but her mom lived in Mexico And she says, Salvador, can you, uh, or or actually her husband called me and say, uh, Pastor Salvador, can you call for my wife? Her mom just killed herself. Her mom was, uh, she was 70 years old and she killed herself. And I was talking with my wife and and my wife said, where was the church? Where was the pastor? Why somebody not got to that lady and tried to rescue? Why the church is not sensitive? What is going on in this world? See, maybe you are so happy, so comfortable with your life, and you don't care about anybody else. But let me tell you something God is caring. And if you don't care, He will bring somebody to care to rescue those people who are there ready to kill themselves. Wow. You tough. You you're tough. Okay. Huh? Okay. I'm coming. Say, okay. This is my second round. Okay, it's so sad today in this world. It's you know like that song that was say, "I don't, I don't have nothing in this world. I don't want nothing from this world. This world only brings you disappointment. This world only brings you people that hate you. People don't like you. Maybe because you are cute, cute. Maybe because you did something. But you know, this world that they don't have nothing for me. Nothing for me." So we need to start preaching the gospel. We need to start caring about other people. We need to start caring about other people. So the Bible says, you know, the background, the context of 2 King chapter 2. Israel was in decline and was in decay. Israel was you know, they don't believe in God anymore. Even the Bible says it was another generation that they don't know God. That they don't know God. You know, it's like in this country today. People don't care about God. Go play, play maybe a, a football game, a stealer, and cowboy. The stereo will be full. It doesn't matter if it's Kobe or no. But people, they don't want to come to the church. They're afraid of Kobe. But they can go watch a football game. Amen. You're tough. Okay, turn around. Okay. So, this lady planned herself. How to kill. There's a lot of people right now outside from this church ready to kill themselves. What do you gonna do? What I gonna do? are you gonna do? I just going to post something on Facebook or just going to say God love you. No, you need to check your dose, Get up of your house and go preach the gospel. Come on. That church is called to preach the gospel. That call is not no, it's not called just to be sitting here. It's called to go to the street, to go everywhere and talk about Jesus. Amen. Somebody say amen. Oh, maybe you say, Pastor, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But you let me tell you something. When God calls you, He will equip you okay maybe maybe God when to give you something but if you are not ready to receive it I will not give it to you you need to be ready to receive it okay the Bible say in Hebrew chapter 13 verse 21 may he equip you with all you need for doing his will I, I will repeat this maybe my English was no good may he equip you let me see if let me know if you understand May He equip you with all you need for doing His will. What, what I say, what I say. Can you say? Okay, okay, I, I will say again, may He equip you with all you need. You don't need a million dollar. Okay? You need a power. you need the anointing. you need revelation. You need the power of the Holy Spirit to go. And pray for people. But listen what he say. May he equip you with all you need. To do his will. No my will. No city rich will. To do his will. No your will. His will. Amen. Can you understand that? His will. No my will. His will. No your will. Okay. It's like when your wife say. I want you to do what I say. Okay. What do you say? Yes ma'am yes ma'am amen yeah God. yeah yes ma'am no God say may he equip you so he can you do his will not my will what is his will his will is that everybody know about him his will is to go to the gate of hell and bring those soul to the kingdom of God amen so you need to be equipped so you can go do God's will, not my will. This is why I'm flying. This is why I'm going everywhere to preach the gospel. Because I am now belong to myself. Paul said, I was, I am crucified with Jesus. Come on, George. I am crucified with him. You are crucified with him. You are not belong to you any longer. You belong to God. Amen? now, so, so, God, you know, he was ready to do something with these two, two men. He was ready to bring Elisha Elash, to this new movement. He was ready to give Elisha something new. Because I will tell you something, when somebody, the God, God is a, is a God, I would say, I want to say God is a funny God. Because he can kill you. But let me tell you this. Let me phrase it this way. English sometimes, you know. And I have to. Sometimes I think in Spanish, trying to translate it in my mind. So I can bring it to you so you can say amen. Amen. Say amen. Come on. Oh, come. (laughs) Amen. So God is using Elijah to bring Elisha. To different places. This play, one of the plays that he bring Elisha is Gilgal. Gilgal. The Bible said when the Lord was about to take Elisha up to heaven, and the, what is the word? Wild wing That you should say? Yeah, Wild wind. Okay, Wild wind. Elisha and Elisha were traveling from Gilgal. Okay, Gilgal represents for the children of Israel a new beginning. Gilgal when, was when God removed the shame of slavery. So, this city was so important for the children of Israel. Because, this I mean, they was, they was in slavery for 400 years. And when they get to this point, you know, when they get to this point, God removed the shame of slavery. It sounds like us, right? When we, went, when we got to our Gilgal, Gilgal, how you say? Gilgal. Okay, when we got to Gilgal, God removed the shame of his slavery. Do you remember when you asked Jesus? You remember when you, you know, when you come to the Lord in those first week, those first month, you were so excited. You want to read the Bible. You want to go to church. You want to talk to people about God. But what about the five years later that you remember that? Do you remember 10 years ago when you asked said, Jesus, what happened with the fire? What happened? What happened with that moment that God removed the shame of your slavery? Why you forgot about it? Oh, going to church, Pastor Salvador, because my wife made me. Make her uh, you know. Oh, I go into church, uh, Pastor Salvador, because I'm in problem. Oh, I go into you know. You need to remember this day, the day that you accept the Lord. See, for the children of Israel, this was a wonderful time to get to that city. I was traveling one. Uh, I was flying one day, you know. Actually, couple uh, couple three days ago, I was flying, and the wind and the air was so strong that the, the plan was going this way and the moment the plan do it this and you know I pray I, I dedicate my life to the Lord that night you know I dedicate my life to God and say God if you go take me please forgive me and of my sin but I remember you know when I I, I said Jesus I remember that you know that was many many years ago and I remember the pastor called me hey Salvador you want to come to pray I say yes. What time? One o'clock in the morning. I will be there, Pastor. Hey, Salvador, you want to fast? Okay. How many days? Seven days, Pastor. Okay. So I was so excited. Sometimes we forgot our beginning. Sometimes we forgot that day the guy removed the shame of slavery. You know, the Lord told Joseph, today, You hear the word? I roll away the shame of your slavery in Egypt. Today, I roll away the day that you betray me. Today, I roll away. You pass. So Gilgal, it was an important city for the children of Israel. Something more, it was an important city because it was the covenant restoration. Give me the, the next one. Okay, what's the covenant restoration? See, all the children of Israel, they li- they, they, they was in in the desert for four hundred years, and neither one of those men was a circumcised. Do I say it right? Okay, do I say okay? You got the other one. Okay, so the Bible's in Genesis chapter seventeen. The Bible saying. I will confirm my covenant with you and your descending. After you, from generation to generation. This is the everlasting covenant. I will always be with, be your God and the God of your descending. After you. This is the covenant that you and your descending must keep. Whether we say, each male among you must be, what's the word? circum. Side, can you say it again? I like you guys. This is why I like this church. You must cut off the flesh of your what? Yeah, it's hard for me to say it. That's what I'm making you to say it. As a sign of the covenant between you and me. I don't know why God picked this kind of stuff, you know what I mean? But whatever, he's God. It's no I'm glad I'm glad that He is God, it's no not me. Okay, from generation to generation, every male, male, child must be. Okay, but for 40 years, for 40 years that they spent in the desert, nothing of this thing happened. Okay, until they getting close to enter to the promised land. And I say to myself, okay, wait a minute. Why he don't do it after they cross. the promised land why God do something before get to the promised land why God send you this crazy Latino with this broken English to preach you you know I'm just (laughs) circling so with God will not give you your full potential until you kill something that's not good in your life you get it you get it now you understand me somebody say amen Okay? God will not give you your dream until you cut it off something in your life. Mm. Wow. Okay. Oh my goodness. I don't know what this God is speaking to you this morning. You know? I don't know why you need to cut it off in your life. you But, but you need to do something. Because God will not. No, God, listen to me. And this is very important. This is important. God will not give you heaven if you're not ready for heaven. Okay? God will not give you heaven if you don't take something that God don't like you. Okay? Because, yes, God is a God of mercy. Oh, yes, it's not condemnation and cry. Yes, it's not condemnation. But we forgot sometimes that God is a God of covenant. If you promise something to God, you better follow Amen. So, yeah, for the children of Israel, you know, circumcision was part of their thing. You know, the biblical meaning of Gilgal of is not—it was not about the territory. It's about to change the way they think. I, I want to say it this way, okay? The children of Israel—they was ready, getting ready to enter to the promised land, but they was free. For four hundred years of slavery, but they don't know how to live free. Do, 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 I will say it again. Maybe my English. Okay, they was in slavery for four hundred years, but they don't know how to live free. Amen. They don't know how. They know how make brick. They know how to build, but they don't know how to live free. Amen. And when I say be free, it's not going you do whatever you want. Okay? Oh, it's not you just and go have fun and and, 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 and live a double life. Oh, oh, we don't do that here, right? That is in Nicaragua. Okay? You know what I mean? No. Okay? If you want to go to heaven, you have to be right with God. Amen? Amen? I, I think uh, they will not invite me again, Pastor Fred. Okay? You know, for the church. Today, we don't need to go through physical circumcision. But, say with me, but. Okay? Look, go to Rome. The books of Romans, chapter 2, verse 28 and 29. The Bible says, For you are not true Jew because you were, you were born in a Jewish parent, or because you have gone through a ceremony of circumcision. A true Jew is one who has as right with God. Right? Or I will say, a true Christian, a true Christian is the one who heart is right with God. Amen. How is your heart this morning? If you die today and you go into heaven and, and God asks you, hey, what do you want? What, why you want me to allow you to come to heaven? What do you go say? Oh God, I feed the hungry. Oh God, I wasn't city rich choir. Oh God, you i, I was the best-tiding guy. Oh no, 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 no. Your heart need to be right with God. Because if your heart is not right with God, so you will not make it to heaven. Amen. You will not make it. To, you will not even make it to the city market. You will not even make it to the next gas station. Your heart need to be right with God. Amen. You can be a Christian for 20 years, or you can come to the church. For twenty years, but you just been in the church. Amen. He was not a Christian. Jesus just was visiting the church. Even the Bible said that many people, many pastor, will say, "God and your name, we did this and your name." But God said, "Get out of here. I don't know you." We need to make sure our heart is right with God. Okay. Now, God for the church. Gilgal. For us, a separation from the flesh, from the past, unto God. Okay? The Bible says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 6, say, If anyone anyone else thinks, he has reason to put confidence in his flesh, I have more. But whoever was to me prophet, I, I now consider lost for the sake of the kingdom. Maybe you have to not go through, like I said, through a physical circumcision. But you have to cut something in your flesh. You have to cut the, the evil desire of your flesh. See, my friend, maybe my flesh want to be drunk. Maybe my flesh want to be with somebody else's woman. Amen? Maybe that my flesh want to do this evil thing. You know, you need to cut it off. You know, you need to start... Thinking about living holiness life? Oh, he's coming to preach about holiness life. Yes, the Bible says, "Without holiness, we will not see God." That's what the Bible says, right? I went to church, okay? No. So you need to start thinking that way. You know, re- rethink that way you've been thinking for many years. Okay, let me go continue. Okay, the, what God is telling you this morning. I I have roll away, you pass. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. You know, I did I, I I was talking with a friend of mine, actually, Pastor Ron Estivala. This and I, I say, I you know, I'm I was talking to him that I, I regret many things in my life. And he said say I regret many things in the life. But if, if if I can go back 20, 30 years back in my life, I will do things different. I will pray more. I will read more of the Bible. I will try to live in a holiness life because I want to please God. I don't care about men. I want to please God. You know what I mean? So many so many times, so many times, human beings try to please other men. So many times it was we get so messed up because we want to be perfect in the good and the eyes of somebody else. No, come on, church. You need to work hard to be perfect. In the eyes of God you will mess up yes you will mess up but God will understand that amen so that's what God is telling you I have rolled away you pass I have rolled away the reproach of this world amen something else that God is telling this morning remove from your life what is staying in his way Remove from your life. Maybe, oh no, oh God, it's my wife in the way. No, no, it's not your wife. It's you maybe. You know, oh God, I cannot pray because my wife always give me a hard time. No, it's not. Maybe it's you. Don't remove your wife. Remove yourself. Amen. Don't try to kill yourself, please. I mean, uh, that's not what I mean, okay, English sometimes. Okay. But sometimes we need to change our mind. Sometimes we need to see God the way he sees me. Amen? We need to say, see myself. Excuse me. I want to see myself that way the God said me. That's what I try to say. Amen? But I cannot I cannot assume what's going on with you. I cannot assume what's wrong with you. You know what's wrong with you. You know what's wrong with you. And you know what you need to fix with you. Sometimes we're like a child. We're like a baby. Oh, Lord, I messed up. I cannot do this. And, and, and you know, and, and we just... Always, we messed up here, we messed up there. And we get, what, what is the word? And that's circle. Cycle, cycle you know, be, it goes, what do you say? Yeah. Come on, you need to stand up for yourself. And you need to say, God, I want to live in a holy life. I want to preach the gospel, but first, I want to, ch- I, 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 you change me first. And I will, I will work through that. Amen? Second thing, the Elisha. The Elijah took Elijah as Bethel. Bethel means the house of God. And the Bible says, and uh, um, he uh, said, and Elijah said to Elijah, listen this. Stay here. The first time God uh, when he went to uh, Gilgal, he said say, same, Stay here, for the Lord told me, go to Bethel. You know, every time the Elijah, Elijah. Elijah went to different place, you always tell Elisha, stay here. You know how bad it is when people try to ignore you? You know? Or when you send a text to somebody and Facebook and you see that they saw what the message and they don't answer. How, how many of you got that? Say, why well, he don't answer? See, happened to me when I'm driving, I do this and I cannot text. That's my excuse. Okay? But see, it's, it's, you know, I, I can imagine Elisha getting ignored for Elisha. The man was following him for 14 years, and now he get to that point that he go get his ministry, you know, and the guy says, Stay here, stay here, stay here, be behind me. Be, you know, I translate for a guy a long time ago. It was not for Brother Fred. This guy is from California. I hope he don't, I hope he's watching. Because he he made me feel bad. And I translate for this guy, a a wonderful preacher, but but with a lot of pride. And we translate, and he's right right here, I'm beside him, and I'm translating. Well, the next church, he said, can you don't stay beside me, be in the back, all the way in the back, so they see me, they don't see you. And I say, okay, whatever you say. You know what I did? I walk away. I I, I I translate. That was my last translation for that guy. It's hard to be the people want to ignore you. See, but you you need to understand what you want in your life. Bethel mean the house of God, and and Elijah went to to took Elijah to the house of God. That was the one of the biggest journey. You know, the house of God means a place to dream and a place. Of open heaven. Uh, for many years, actually, um, I don't know, 2018, Brother Fred is uh, preached about this sermon, Ephata, uh, open heaven. And every time that I have a financial problem, that sometimes I struggle, not all the time, I take my wallet and I put it in my head and I say, Ephata, open heaven. I always say, Efata. Open heaven. It been working for me for a while. Okay, so you you can do the same. So, Bethel mean house of God, and house, open heaven. Bethel is the place that God will give you revelation. God wanna give you revelation in His house. He don't wanna give you revelation in the bar. He don't wanna give you revelation in the drug house. He don't wanna give you re- revelation in somewhere else. God want to use his house so he can speak to you. Maybe he bring a Latino that he don't speak right English. But he will speak to you. I I will tell you. He will speak to you. I don't know. Maybe my brother, you will dream tonight that you're speaking like me. Say yes. Amen. It's in the house of God. See, before I was in the world. Before I was not in church. I don't have a purpose in my life until I come to the house. When you come to City Riches, when God gave you purpose, you was nobody until you come to the church. Say amen, because you are right. I'm right. Amen. You was nobody. You was not even married. Oh, it's not talking about you, my brother. Okay. It's until you come to the house of God that God give you purpose for your life. Amen. And I want to continue. Okay, the third place that Elisha took Elisha, it was Jericho. Jericho, um, people know Jericho, the city of the palm tree. That's how they know Jericho. The city of the palm tree, I don't know if it's there, okay. And it's a place to walk by faith. Okay, if you remember, the, in Gilgal, God circumcised all the children of Israel, all right? And if you read that in Genesis, I don't remember exactly that chapter. Those men that got circumcised, uh, they was, you know, for three days was getting healed. And somebody come and kill everybody. Okay? So now that before they get to the promised land, they got circumcised. And they, and they got to wait for three days to get healed. But can you imagine? You know, you're just dead in your house. Recovering yourself, and somebody come to kill you. What God was telling to the children of Israel, I will take over. I will take control now. When you let God to take control of your life, he changes everything. Amen? He changes. Believe me. Believe me. If you want to know the mercy of God, just look at me. Okay? Just look at me. Jericho is a place to walk by faith. And to and to let God to take cover. Then Elisha said to him, Stay here. Elisha, the Lord has sent me to Jericho. To Jericho. So Gilgo speaks of the of being separate or the beginning for Israel. Bethel speak of the presence of God. And Jericho teaches us about to walk by faith. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. Six, seven months ago, when I come to this church, a lot of you have a mask. Today, you don't have a mask because you're trying to believe in God. Amen? It's not because you're not afraid. It's not because you ignore the disease it's because you say, God, I will trust you. Amen? I will trust you with all my heart. Other place, that, my final point is, the other place is the Jordan. God, uh, Elijah, Elijah took Elisha to the Jordan. The Jordan, the eternal principle, the meaning of the Jordan is death and resurrection. It's what we call baptized. So many years ago, here in Cumberland, I went to the hospital to visit a friend of mine. He was 76, 78 years old. This man never was in church, never in his entire life. He always take his wife to the Catholic church, and he take off. He he that day he was in the hospital, was cancer in his lung, the final stage. And I and I went to visit him, and I just say hi, God bless you, and I take off. I was going to South Carolina. His boy come to the hospital, and he say, hey. Do you know the Salvador come to the hospital and he don't pray for me? That, that's what he say. So I was in South Carolina, and I met his boy in South Carolina, and he say, my father is upset with you. And I say, why? He say, because you went to the hospital and you don't pray for him. Oh, my. And I say, God, give me time. So I come back one week later, and I went to the hospital. And listen to me, this is my counseling way to counsel people. And I told him, "Listen, my friend, you will die." I told him. I want to pray for miracle for you. You will die. This is your final stage of your life. You know you will die. You know that, and I know. I want to pray for miracle because you know you're ready, just waiting. And he looked at me and say, "But you know what?" But you need to accept Jesus. And he say, I'm not ready to accept Jesus. You better be ready. Because you don't, you don't live in this hospital. Okay. I know that you are so upset that I don't pray for you. For healing. But I come here not just to pray for you. For healing. I don't pray. I will not pray for you for healing. I want to pray for you for salvation. Okay. And he say, I don't deserve it to go heaven. I deserve to go to hell, and I say you're right. You're right about that. You deserve to go to hell. Yes. If you repent yourself, that's where you go and up in hell. And he got so upset with me, and he was, and he was saying, doing this to me. You know, she don't want to say that, but she say, yeah, I know what she's saying. Come down. You know, don't yell hell. You know. So I say, hey, listen. You need to accept Jesus. I go pray for you, so you, you know, you, so you talk to God. And I pray for him. And I take off. I don't pray for healing. I don't know. I wasn't that anointing, you know. And I, I take off. That night, that night, his wife say that he was in bed, and he, you know, he tried to get out of bed and go on his knee. And his wife asked him, what are you doing? And he said, well, I'm going to pray. I'm going to accept Jesus. That's the way you do it, right? 76 years old. And he, and she said to him, you don't have to. You can pray and you may say no. I want to go on my knee and pray. So he went to his knee and and pray, and he has said the Lord by himself. I told him, you don't need me to pray for you to accept Jesus. You can do it yourself. So that night, she said goodbye to him. She went to her house. And that night, he called her and said, I want to say the name here. I say, my, my, my wife, you, I've been married with you for 50 years, 50, 50. You've been the best friend of me. You've been the love of my life. See you in heaven. And he hung up. Two minutes later, he died. And he has said, the Lord, what about you tonight? What about you tonight, this morning, excuse me? Are you ready to meet God? Are you ready to accept Jesus? See, sometimes when I went to Pakistan this year, I I learned something. Muslims, Muslims, they accept Jesus as their healing, you know? they come to the revival and they want to receive miracle. They want to receive the favor of Jesus. But they don't want to set Him as a Lord and Savior. We are not far away from the Muslim people. We are like an American sent from a human being. We want to receive God's favors, but we don't want to do nothing for him. You understand me? If you don't understand my entire sermon, if you don't understand my entire English, please understand this. You need to accept Jesus today. Because you don't know if you walk away from this church, if you're going to make it to your house, You need that insurance, the only insurance to go to heaven is to receive Jesus. I want you to stand up with me, and I want the entire church to close your eyes just for two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. If you never do dedicate your life to Jesus. I want to pray for you. I want to have the privilege. I want to have the honor. If you hear here in this church and you say, Pastor Salvador, I never public confess Jesus as, as my Lord and Savior. Come on. If you're here, come, come to the altar. Pastor Fred is here. I'm here. I want to pray for you. Want to do another pray this morning if you feel that you're not rich yet you full potential and you life because it's something and you I want you walk to the altar right now well the worship thing began. if there's something in your life you say God I need you to fix it because I cannot do it I cannot do it by myself walk to the altar come to the altar doesn't matter if you're already a Christian. Walk to the altar. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Somebody else. Hallelujah. Come on, come to the altar. Maybe you've been fighting with something in you, something that has been bothering you. That that, that you've been a struggle and a struggle for many times in your life and you say I cannot do it alone there's somebody here that want to give control to God come to the altar come to the altar let's worship together church oh Holy Spirit I want to pray for healing too I want to pray for miracles in this church. If you need a miracle, I don't, I don't know what kind of miracle you need. Come to the altar. I want to pray for you. Oh, Holy Spirit. Say it, say it. Come on. Come on, worship. Come on, worship Him. Worship Him like it's your last day in your life. Let the Holy Spirit touch you. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Let the Holy Spirit reveal to you what He want with you. And you've been seeking God where you want for your life. Come to the altar. Come to the altar. Run to the altar. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Paul say, I'm not afraid. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ because it's power because it's power thank you Jesus oh hallelujah Oh Holy Spirit thank you Jesus Oh Holy Spirit thank you, Jesus. Oh, Spirit. Thank you. oh yes
0: Let the Holy Spirit be Jesus to come to my rescue. Where else can I go? There's no other name by which I am saved. Capture me with grace, I will follow.
2: Salvador say, I just feel strongly about this. That Gilgal was the place where your the shame of your slavery was removed. I just really feel like somebody's here that has picked up that shame again. Do you remember the day that Jesus took your shame? But since then you've done something. You've gone through something and you're carrying that shame that you shouldn't be. I just want you to bow your head. I don't want anybody looking around. If that's you, if if you've picked up some shame and you're carrying shame right now, I just want you to lift your hand up. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. I see that hand. I see that hand. Nobody looking around. I see that hand. Jesus, your word says, the chastisement of our peace was upon you. Lord, that you didn't just carry our sin. You didn't just carry our diseases, Father. You carried our shame. And that thing's broken now in the name of Jesus. And Father, for those that said, I know my shame was removed but I, I, I have I'm carrying it again Father we lay that at your feet this morning we release the peace of the Holy Spirit over that life Father that their mind would be free from guilt free from shame free from embarrassment they would walk out of here in the confidence of you. Lord, I pray for those with physical issues today. Think of the verse that says, the power of God was present to heal. So Jesus, we know wherever you are, your power is there. So right now we declare that by your stripes, healing is already taking place. Physical healing, but also mental healing. Gilgal is also the place of that, that covenant renewal. You know, it's like renewing your wedding vows. I'm messed up. I'm going to recommit. I'm going to stay faithful because I love Jesus. pray for today for those that have recommitted to you Holy Spirit solidify that decision I pray the power of the Holy Spirit to rest on each person that's serious today it means business with you Lord equip them as that verse in Hebrews said that you will equip to do your will. Equip them with power. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Anybody, if you still need any specific prayer, altars are open. We're here to